Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bail, bail, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tau I'll make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy Never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT Show. On this day. That is today. Because you're listening to a podcast, so it's whenever you're listening to it. I hope you had the time of your lives. Hope you had the time of your lives. Uh, football's back this week, thank goodness. Uh, rugby World Cup's a joke. I mean, there's, what, three teams that can win it. It's fun. I like rugby, by the way. People think I hate rugby. I don't. I love it. I've been watching it for 50 years. I played it in school till I was 18. So, not against rugby, but some of the stuff that's going on. Oh my goodness. Can't even get into it. Not worth it. Not worth it for a small sport. As much as I love it, it's nice to break down. You know what rugby is? It's coffee for coffee makers. It's um, it's like they don't want people to get into it. I think I've discussed it. It's a super elitist sport that just doesn't want to grow. So I'm not going to talk about it because, you know... If I'm going to talk about it, probably do a rugby podcast on its own. Not sure it's worth it, to be completely honest. Not sure it's worth it. Rugby is, it's infuriating, you know, because we can see the potential, but it just wants to stay small. So let's just talk about football, you know, a global sport that actually wants to commercialize stuff. So much happening in football this week. Um, talk Harry Maguire, uh, Jaden Sancho, um, talk about those and Mike Phelan's comments about standards i thought was interesting um harry Maguire, gareth southgate having to defend him uh, we'll talk about all that um and a little bit more there's been quite a bit that's happened obviously paul pogba uh, is suspended as things stand um for peds performance enhancing drugs uh, we'll see what those are uh, and i'll give you my take on that and then uh, riobles has you know he's his position has been made untenable let's say it's been made untenable i'll give my thoughts on that and and I'll, I think there's a really simple solution to this kind of stuff happening. And people think it's a hot take, but I, I don't really think it is. You know, like we'll get into it. But I think there's a there's a way to bring this kind of stuff down. If we just all of all of us just get out of our own ways and stop thinking we're perfect and we're not human beings. You know, we are human beings. We are really, really simple apes. But but we can't accept that. Modernity has told us you can transcend, you know, the beast you are, which is a very, very simple ape. Like, we do need to humble ourselves to some of our genetic drivers. And I'll get into that and my thoughts in and around uh, Rubialis and his situation. And I think how we can make it, I don't know if it'll make it better, but I'm, I'm all about simplicity. Like, I'm all about simplicity, so we'll get into that. Um, MKT inspires, slide in the DMs. Uh, If you've got thoughts, takes, you know, you'd like to ask a question. Doesn't have to be about sport, by the way. I will have an opinion about anything. I am an idiot in general, because I don't really know very much. 
but I'll answer any. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Give it a bash. I'm happy to speak to my own life experiences. And if I if I don't know, I don't know. Like I'm I'm getting better at saying that in life. Like if I don't know, I'm not gonna. I mean, more likely than not, I will have an opinion though. I just I enjoy having an opinion more so than anything else. Is I will have an opinion. You better believe it. You had better believe it. All right, MKT at the MKT show. If you'd like to send an electronic mail because you're a hundred. Otherwise, MKT inspires. Slide in the DMs. Instagram's your best option. I'm on the TikToker, by the way. I'm on the TikToker. So if you're on TikTok and you're cool, give me a follow. I don't really do much TikTok stuff. Like I'm not doing dancing stuff. I'm 37, you know, and, and it's not what I do. Like if I was into that, if I came into the space like that, like maybe if I get married and my wife's a fun person, I'll have to get into that, you know, because you, you kind of got to do stuff that you don't want to do if you want to be in a relationship. That, that's just how the game goes, you know. Mother, get, mother nature giveth and she taketh away. You, you can't just have it your own way. If you want to be a hermit and stay by yourself, then you can just do what you want. But maybe one day. But I'm not about to start doing TikTok dances. Like that's what most people are doing. I'm not about to do that. It's not happening. I'm on TikTok. Shocker, I talk about sport on there. It's basically, I'm thinking about starting a TikTok only series. I think I might do that. I think I might do that. I'm I'm doing Chelsea reviews after every game. Um, so I try and do it on the day of the game or latest early morning the next morning. But maybe I'll do other stuff. Maybe I'll just do like a, a daily news show or something on TikTok. I think about it. It's, quite, it's a really cool platform. Maybe I should do a daily news show on there. Give it some thought. Anyway, follow me. MKT Inspires. I'm MKT Inspires everywhere. Mike Kilo Tango Inspires. MKT Inspires it's my handle on every single platform. I think I've got a Threads for MKT Inspires. Don't really know the difference. Don't use Threads, by the way. Like, I know I'm in social media and I should get into it, but whatever. You know? So follow me on the, on the TikToker. I'm on uh, X as well. If you're in the mix. If not, you know, just listen to the show. Give it a five-star rating. Uh, and then keep living your life. You know, in between the podcast. It's only, it's only out twice a week. Keep living your life. Like you should live a, live a life. Do something. Do something. I don't know, whatever you're doing, you know? Your job. Uh, I don't know, baking. Uh, relationing. I was trying to find something to rhyme with baking. Relationing. Don't know if that's a word. R- relationshiping. No, it doesn't work. That, that one. Relationing works better. Baking. Relationing. Whatever you're doing, just do that. And then listen to the podcast again the next time it comes out. Which is, you know, Thursdays and Mondays. That's when the podcast comes out. MKT Show. All right, let's get into it. It is the MKT Show. And I am that person. Hope you guys are having a good time, man. I really do. It's been a, it's been a hell of a year. Been a hell of a year. Hell of a good year. I was just talking to somebody who just moved to Kenya. Moved their entire operation, by the way. He, he was he was in Zanin, and now he's following his dream to make great coffee and make a difference, he says. Incredible. I was just chatting to him just now. Good friend of mine, Matt. Incredible guy. Incredible human. Unbelievably inspirational. And he's moving to Tanzania. He's in Kenya right now, and then he's moving to Tanzania. 
that's happened in the space of 18 months of I'm leaving Johannesburg for Zanin for my family. Oh no, I'm in Tanzania now, living there because coffee is his dream. It's what he loves to do. And now he's, I don't know. I'll find out more, more to come on that. Incredible, incredible, really inspired. I love people who follow through on their convictions because I know very few people, you know how most people say, oh, I just wish I could. But every now and then, like one in a hundred people, they just follow through, through on their convictions. I have a friend of mine called Derek. Um, I, I have to be honest, he's a, as a, as a man, I would say he's right up there for me in terms of being a role model. And he's just like an, a high-level executor. And he now works with the government of Qatar. And he, he lives there. He, he's just, he does everything on a whole other level. He's one person our whole lives. You know, and I've traveled the world with this guy since we were young, in our 20s. He's one guy who just has his convictions. And it was always like, I'm going to have a good time, have a family. And then just like CFA3. For those of you that are in that world, didn't fail a single test, went all the way through and just like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Boom, boom, boom. Always another level. Next thing is producing a movie. Sends me a photo of himself in America on a film set with Sofia Vergara. Turns out he's the money guy for that because he's looking after like a five billion pound fund. Although with this guy, to be expected. But this Matt guy is very similar to that, you know. It's just like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. Very few people are like that. Most people are sort of crippled by the planning, right? But what is it? Paralysis by analysis. So I love that. I love that. Anyway, get into the show. Let's get into the show. By the way, if you've got plans, I hope you execute them and I hope you do it. It'll be amazing to find out if you have done that. Have you moved countries? Uh, did you... Ask out that guy. Ask out that girl. You know, maybe you want a family. Maybe that's your thing. Did you finally, in the last six months, think to yourself, oh my goodness, if this person was to ever be in a relationship with someone else, I would literally die. As South Africans say, I would literally die. And did you muster up the conviction to go, you know what? I need to go ask this person out. Because if, if they exist without me and I exist without them, it's going to be the end of my life. Maybe you did that. Slide in the DMs. Maybe you've shown some conviction. Left the country. Learned a new language. Who knows what people are doing out there. All sorts of people are doing great stuff. Hit me up at MKT Inspires. I'd like to know. What are people out there doing? What are they doing? All right. Let's get into poor Pogba. Um, hey, you know what? The, the Pogba doping thing was not a shock to me. Hey? Because I've never thought poor Pogba was a serious person. I always thought he was like a caricature of a footballer. And I never quite got the football thing because he's not that talented, you know, like he's, he had moments and we live in the YouTube era and physically he's just imposing. So it looks, you know, everything looks amazing. It looks stylish, but consistently he's been injured and temperamental, right? And I always hear people say, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. Uh, it does. It does. More often than not, the type of person you are, and I don't mean you must, you have to be a good person, right? You've got to be a serious person, though. Like, listen, Cristiano Ronaldo, there's some stuff in his 
Locker, I think that he's paid to keep quiet uh, and we understand what happened in America and we, we don't know whether he did it or not. I'm not saying he's a good person, but he's a serious person. Like everything with him is next level. It's clean. There's no excuses. There's no injuries. There's no drama. There's no noise. Leo Messi, serious person. Paolo Maldini, a serious person. There is not a thing about Paul Pogba, all right, that I've ever thought, oh, there's a serious person. And, you know, for me, even a hairstyle matters. I don't mind if you're Paul Pogba and you're just some other guy and you've got that hairstyle and you've got the vibe. Like, I wouldn't care if you were a second-tier player. But when you're on the first tier, I expect you to look like Leo Messi. I expect you to look like Cristiano Ronaldo, Paolo Maldini, uh, Vincent Company. Like, clean it up. Cut the dabbing crap if you want to be that guy. Like, Andrea Perl is not dabbing. That's not what's happening there. You know? Francesco Totti is not dabbing. He, he's not demanding. Do you follow? Like, Javier Zanetti. If you want to be those guys, Roy Keane's not dabbing, guys. David Silva is not dabbing. None of that is happening there. If you want to be part of the guys, that's cool. But you can't be that level. And then it just got noisy in, in his public life, in his personal life. Right? It's a, but it has been for a while as well. It has been for a while. And that's going to come through at that level in this day and age. 20 years ago, maybe you get away with it. Not now. Not now. But there's nothing about... Paul Pogba that I've seen where I've gone, oh, that's a serious person. You know, when you see Vincent Company, everything about him is collected. It's deliberate. You know, there's no, there was never leaking of stories when he's on an international break speaking through an agent against his club. No, no, because that's not how serious people at the forefront of their industry, which Paul Pogba was for a large time, conduct themselves. Alessandro Del Piero is not dabbing. Well, what are we doing? Listen, you can be Patrice Evra because you're just the left back at Man United who's very talented in terms of football. When you're Gary Neville and you're the face of Manchester United, Gary Neville, no matter what you think of him, is a serious person. Like, you've got to conduct yourself according to your role in life. You know, my father used to say, the world is... And I try and tell young people this all the time. And more important than telling people, I'm trying to live this now. The world is a better place when two things happen. Right? And these are separate things. And my father used to say it all the time. And I never understood what he meant. I just thought he was a grumpy bastard. But he used to say, look, and keep in mind, my father is a tough bastard. Eh? Listen, I'm starting to realize I had a little bit of a unique upbringing Maybe not. Maybe your father and mother are tough. But the more I tell people how I grew up and why I am the way I am now is I just grew up in this household, right? Like my father used to say, the world is a better place when people know their role. But it doesn't end there. The world is a better place when people know their role and play their role. It's never felt like Paul Pogba sort of knew his role, right? He just thought, I'm dabbing and I've got cool blonde streaks through my hair. And that's fine. And I can be the leadership. No, 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 no. That's not how the world works. CEOs, unlike me, have to wear a suit. 
right? The CEO of Tesla has to wear a suit, right? Whoever is running the operation for shareholders, right? Elon Musk is obviously the face of it. But whoever is attending corporate meetings with governments is not pitching up in a Balenciaga jumpsuit. Like, it always felt like it was about something else with Paul Pogba. So, I'm sorry, but listen, no one's perfect. But Paul Pogba has never played his role. And I say this with young footballers. You don't get paid for your talent. You get paid for unique maturity. It's like, nobody thinks Jack Grealish should be the captain of Man City, right? What he is is freakishly talented and unbelievably marketable. But we're very clear of what's happening there. And if something like this happened to Paul Pogba, happened to Jack Grealish, I wouldn't be shocked. Because Jack Grealish is very clearly not a serious person. I think we can all say that. He's not a serious person. Listen, I like fun people. I don't want my CEO to be fun. And Paul Pogba wanted the latitude of being middle management, but the glory of being the CEO. Like, Ngola Conte is not dabbing, by the way. He's not. It's not happening. Sergio Ramos isn't dabbing. These are people who understand their role, and not only that, play a role. Not the same thing. So the fact that Paul Pogba has been caught for PEDs, and his excuse for saying he took supplements in America that he didn't know. So let me tell you something. I've been there. I've been at the forefront at football academies. The very first thing they hand you, I'm not kidding. This is a, and I know it still happens today because I know people playing in academies and professional footballers around the world. The very first thing they hand you in academy, right, is the rules of what you can take, what you can't take. And then they tell you this. Everything is your responsibility that goes in your mouth. They, they tell you that up front. There is no room. Don't ever listen to a sportsman who say they didn't know. They are unbelievably clear about that. And I was there in 2004. If you don't think they are clear now, it's just, now it is just madness, especially when you're at that level for them not to tell you. Trust me, they tell you that in academy football. Those top guys know it is being expressed all the time. They are having people come in and speak all the time. They had them then at Academy. Guys saying, be careful. You cannot tell me you didn't know. That isn't good enough. Everything is your fault that goes into your mouth as a professional sportsman. It is all your responsibility. So that is nonsense. But again, he's not a serious person. So I'm not shocked. And nobody should be. Right? Nobody should be. Nobody should be. Like, Paul Pogba is not a serious person. This is why people need to be so careful about who they follow. I, I like fun people as well. I, I probably don't sound like it now. I like fun people. But I have certain friends and family members who I would not go to with my finances, my personal problems, because I know they're not serious people. Doesn't mean I don't love them. Doesn't mean Paul Pogba was not a highly talented, mercurial player. But if you couldn't see that he wasn't a serious person, you were choosing not to see it. I'm sorry, that's on you. PEDs, absolutely shameful. But part of the course, when you're not serious. You've got to be serious in life, man. You've got to be serious in life. And, and listen, dude. You know, when you look at what's happened with him and his family, maybe that's just what it is, right? 
Like people who grow up in chaos generally tend to be chaotic people. And you need to you need to have that human empathy for them. You do. Because just because he's a millionaire, it doesn't mean he's not from that world. Now, the rumor is that his brother was part of a case that was trying to extort 11.1 million pounds from him. They tried to get, apparently there was a kidnapping, there were guns involved, he reported it when he left Man United. I mean, listen, if that's what's going on, isn't that, like, that's brutal. It's a separate issue, though. It's a separate issue. But if you're born into chaos, ultimately, maybe that's just what he is. However, that doesn't excuse that he is a chaotic person and always has been. What are you doing leaving Man United at 19? When you've got, you're in the middle of a dynasty and Sir Alex Ferguson's there. Where are you going? Why would you leave Man United for Juventus? I'm sorry. There is no time in the last 30 years you should be leaving Manchester United for Juventus. Not when you're about to run into Cristiano Ronaldo, <laughs> Carlos Tevez and Wayne Rooney. They had Ronaldo and, and Rooney. Where is he going? But again, this is what non-serious people do. And by the way, again, unique maturity for young sportsmen. Don't tell me he was young, right? At that age, you need to be able to take control of things because you're a professional sportsman. It's your one thing. And again, if you're a serious person, you know what you are. You're Roy Keane. You're moving to Manchester United. You're Vincent Company. You're moving to Man City. You're Didier Drogba. This is what serious people do. Didier Drogba, serious dude. That's a serious person. Like you can see everything about Didier Drogba has been and always was serious. He's a serious guy. These guys at the top. Listen, I don't really like a Marcus Rashford type of player in terms of ability. I don't rate him. But one thing you've got to say about Marcus Rashford and it grates people because it feels a little orchestrated all the time. But he takes it seriously. Like, with Marcus Rashford, you're like, oh, there's a serious person. Whether true or not, he's, he's at least conducting himself in a way where I go, hmm, that guy takes it seriously. So, Paul Pogba. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know. You know what? Maybe it's because I, I wasn't a serious person when I was younger. So I get it. And and maybe it's one of those things where I'm talking to myself, but dude. Not a serious person. Okay. It is what it is. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Rubiales uh, quit on um, uh, Piers Morgan. I like Piers Morgan, by the way. I know a lot of people don't. I, I really, really like him. I like people who don't just take things at face value. Like, no, 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 we're not letting the establishment just say that or in this world, the extreme left just say stuff. I, I like Piers. I mean, I think he's a grade A troll. But I, it's important to have those kinds of people who don't just let people say stuff. Like, you can't just say stuff. No, no, no. We're past that. But Rubiales quit on um, Piers' show, right? Piers and Center, essentially. I haven't seen the interview yet. I just saw the clip. Um, here's my thing. Right. If you don't know, there, there was a, an incident when Spain won the World Cup. Um, Hermoso, uh, he kissed her. It looked ugly. Uh, 
he also got super defensive, calling everyone basically a dickhead, and they don't know what they're talking about. He didn't take it seriously. And in this day and age, like, you got to take it seriously if you're public-facing, because there's just, there isn't room in and around that to, to, have, to have banter. Not in this day and age. And some people might say, hey, we're lo- losing the ability to laugh, blah, 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 nuance. Sorry, it just is what it is now. Like, you, you need self-awareness, right? Poor Pogba-esque, you, you need self-awareness. That's not a joke anymore. You know, could be a little bit of a laugh 10, 15 years ago, whether right or wrong, that was the mood at the time. But we're here now, we're like, living, living the moment. Um, so he's gone. He's resigned, can't work. Uh, had a bit of a meltdown, whatever. Whether you think he's right, wrong, the fact that he has to quit and resign, and I, I don't know the idiosyncrasies of Spanish culture, so I, I don't really know what was going on there. Whatever. That's for people to judge. I'm not really interested in that. I'm past that. He, he's gone now. But here's my question. And I don't know why people aren't willing to address this. And people always push back on me, especially modern people, because I'm not a modern person. I'm very, very... I've realized I'm very conservative and old school. I thought I was liberal and progressive, but it turns out I'm not because I speak to lots of people and I, I've asked people this over and over. And I can't remember what I was saying it about on the podcast a while ago, right? Why isn't women's football 99.9% female? Like it should be a bit of a shock when I see men in women's football. I, I don't understand why men are involved at all in women's football. Now, I don't watch women's football. So so perhaps you can slide in the DMs at MKT Inspires, MKT at the MKT Show, as to why in 2023 is there a need for any men to be involved in football at all. Now, I know what the modern citizen will say. Why are you saying that? And I'm going to go, listen, I think it's clear to anyone who's clear-headed, right? Unless you're asexual or homosexual. And 2% of the world identify as gay. So we're not going to legislate for 2% of the world. I'm sorry. If you are gay and listening to this, most legislation should happen for heterosexual people. Not because we don't think gay people deserve rights. Absolutely, they do in the modern world. Like, can we just work off a thing where I don't care whether you're gay or straight? Like, and... I'm not Jesus Christ, I'm not better than anyone, but I just could not give a shit whether you're gay or straight. Like, I care far more about whether you're a good person, you serve community. Like, I care about other stuff, like human traits. Nobody gives a shit what your sexual orientation is, or at least I don't. Quite frankly, it does not matter to me, unless I'm attracted to you, obviously. Then I'm like, hey, ma'am, are you straight, ideally, because I'm attracted to you? I'd like you to reciprocate that, and if not... Oh man, I gotta keep it moving. Right? So let's just presume I, I just asterisks. Gay people, right now I'm not talking to you because I just presume you're a part of the society and quite frankly no one cares. Behave yourself like the rest of us have to do. There we go. Everyone is clear on that. I'm just talking about being heterosexual and being human. I just presume Given the opportunity, most men and women enjoy sex, right? And having done a little bit of reading on primal drivers, um, Arthur Schopenhauer, or Arthur, as the Germans say, 
has told us the will to life is the strongest thing in the world. I'm not going to do a philosophical lesson here. It'll be very boring. And I think I already seem like enough of a douchebag. We can do another philosophy podcast. But, but most men and most women, given the opportunity, if they're rel- relatively attractive, stressed out enough, and highly paid enough, are going to get into tense situations, which generally, if given enough time, peter out into sexual attraction. Now, I hear the modern citizen in you going, oh, just control it. What's wrong with you? Your, your genitalia shouldn't affect how we employ you. That's, abs- that's such shithousery madness that we've convinced ourselves that the world happens academically. Because I understand what most people are thinking is we've all been squeezed so much now that we think the animal in us can just, we, we can put that aside. We should actually be going, no, that's always a play more than anything else. Right? And we should always acknowledge it. So the reason I say women right, should be in charge is number one, you bring down, you don't eliminate, but you, you bring right down the possibility of sort of sexual, any sexual tension, sexual priming, sexual blah, blah. You bring it down. Now, here comes in, what if they're a lesbian? Okay, fine, we'll deal with that. Again, it, you, you, let's not legislate for 2% of the global society. You cannot tell me in 2023, there, we can't have football be 99.9% for, for women, right? It should just be women, women's coaches, women's admin, women's everything, because I think it's a different sport. By the way, the goals are smaller in women's football. The pitches are smaller. So I don't know why what we're waiting for. Like, are we waiting for another 30 Rubiales uh, situation before we have it? Now, that's going to have its own problems because human beings naturally clash and women can be just as corrupt as men. Like the, the, this idea that women must rule and it'll be better, it's nonsense because human beings are susceptible to corruption no matter who you are. Right? But that ugly side that we saw there, all right, is it's also a lot about the aesthetic. Even if, even if, right, it was fine with the kiss. The aesthetic of a man and he's like holding her head and let's just say a woman had done that, right? The aesthetics of it don't get her fired. Not because it's an uneven world or whatever, but it's just, it's like, we would judge woman on woman very differently than we do women on men. For instance, if women are fighting in the street, nobody goes, oh my God, what a sick savage. They go, oh, geez, I can't believe that woman punched that other woman. When a man punches a woman, we are, by modern standards, revolted, right? Because those aesthetics do matter 100%. So the fact that People think employing women to work in and amongst women wouldn't reduce this. It's insane to me. And by the way, by the way, I would even take it this far. If men want to work in that space, in women's football, we should ask them, are you gay? And that should improve your chances of getting the job. Because what I'd like to do, because I like simplicity, just remove the bullshit. Remove the nonsense. 
And there is a propensity where straight women and straight men, where they work together, if you ask anyone in banking, highly stressful environments, those places are basically orgies. And and I know the rules are actually, you can't do it. But listen, there's one bank in particular in my country in Santon where they know when they go away on retreats, we know what's cutting there. And they know what's cutting there. And we all know what's cutting. Because this is what happens with simple primates when they are stressed out, highly paid, and driven to exhaustion. And and highly scrutinized. Like, you know what the greatest relief in the world is? Sex. Drugs, sex. You, you go to banking, what are the two things that are happening in outrageous... You know, if I told you some of the stories I know from that world, because I know a lot of investment bankers, men and women, it'll blow your mind. So I don't know why people say your genitalia shouldn't affect why we employ you. What the shit are you talking about? What the shit are you talking about? You're not living in the real world, I'm sorry. You're not living in the real world. So for me, can we not just have... Because in men's football, all right, I'm not saying it hasn't happened. Again, we've seen tiny amounts of stories where this has happened, right? With kind of like the Catholic churchy vibe, right? Where young men are being primed. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I don't want to talk about should women be working in men's football. That's a separate issue. I'm not talking about that right now. What I'm saying is if we are looking to develop the sport and more women... Why are we allowing men to take the spaces that women should have in a separate sport? I'm sorry, if as a man you can't make it in men's football, go and get a real job like everyone else. What are we doing? And the argument will be, yes, but what if they're not the best? I'm saying we should be developing women so that in 20 years' time, you've got Alex Ferguson's in the women's world that are working in women's sport and developing that space. You can't tell me there aren't world-class people at Harvard, at Oxford, at Cambridge, at, at these top universities. It's nonsense to tell me because I know women who work in investment banking. Are you telling me statisticians can't come across from there? And trust me, in the UK, I know somebody who places high-level people. The, the investment banking space is crying because all of their people is, are leaving for the Premier League and the NFL. They are crying for talent. Do not tell me there aren't women who can come and turn women's football into billion-pound industries, and we avoid the sexual tension thing, which is a real thing, right? Which is a real thing. And now the, the industrial psychologists will come in and go, but yes, what about chemistry? Get over your chemistry thing. There, are, there is enough chemistry to be built with the different personalities you can find in women to make those spaces work. You know how I know that? Is we can do it in men's football. Because I see 99.9% men's football being run by men, and it is it is a trillion-dollar industry, basically. So, do not tell me we can't find we can't find the best women in the world to come and turn women's football into a billion-dollar product. If that is even possible, let's explore it, and let's just remove straight men from football for these reasons. Like, I, I do not want to hear again. Who was the England guy sleeping with his bloody players? Oh my goodness. What are we doing? But again, because people now want to seem perfect and do PR and eliminate the fact that people, especially in football, like you're going to be fit, by the way, as a man and a woman. 
you're going to be unbelievably sexually attractive. Like, we're just, it's a powder keg. And your genitalia should affect it in this case. I'm sorry, this idea that you should control it. Oh my goodness. I hate nothing more than people who think they're perfect. And then I hate nothing more than these, you know who's ruined it? You know who's ruined everything for everyone? Is these people with blue hair that sit in these towers, right, and tell us what we should think about human relations. These bloody dickheads. The, they are some, these, the, the bloody, these people who are perfect on social media, right? But life doesn't happen in a vacuum and it's not academic. Life is human beings. It's ugly. It's, it's flawed. People are deeply flawed. Don't lean into those possibilities. Just reduce the possibility of sexual tension. I don't know why that's crazy. I, 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 honestly, I don't know why that's crazy. Why doesn't women's football look like men's football in reverse? 99% of employees in women's football moving forward should be women. Why, why is that a hot take? Is it a hot take? Am I crazy? Am I, am I looking at the world too myopically? Am I? Are, are you telling me? Do you know at the last World Cup, and I was doing some research for the show and I saw this, only 12 of the 32 women, of the 12, um, of the 32 coaches were women. What the shit are we doing? And by the way, by the way, I will not be shocked if five of those coaches are sleeping with their players. Like, what, what are we doing? And stop listening to people who think they are perfect because... I, I promise you I'm sick and tired of these people who think human stuff can't happen because we should learn to control it. You know, I don't want to give a lesson on free will, but free will is nonsense, by the way. And that's neuroscience talking, not me. Go and talk to evolutionary biologists. Free will is actually not a real thing. And now I hear people raging, yes, it is. You decide everything you do. Uh, There's about six or seven things before you even understand what a decision is that are happening within your body, physiologically, right down to the neurological, way before you make a decision. And free will, you're you're laughing if you think you've got free will. You're laughing. As a friend of mine, Rogan Hill, would say, he says, you're laughing. You're laughing, mate, if you think that. So for me, just eliminate that. There we go. No more Rubialis in the future. No more women feeling intimidated by men. And then we let the, let the good times roll. And I'm not saying it will make it perfect. It will still have human problems. But we'll em- eliminate this gross one. It's gross. Right? It's gross. Like, guys, was it the England? I think it was the England manager guy. I can't remember. But he got sacked, I think, for sleeping with his player. And, and oh my goodness. <laughs> and listen, stuff's still going to happen. I, I think Sam Kerr is dating uh, Sam Kerr, Chelsea player i think she's dating someone's ex and it was a bit of a it was a bit of a situation in australia played england in the world cup i think i don't know if it was a social media thing but whatever that's gonna happen like uh Coyote was dating the the lady who was dating balotelli before like it happens hey john terry uh Wayne bridge ryan giggs his brother's wife yeah, yeah people are people people are people but i just I just 
do not understand why we don't we never acknowledge this in life anymore but but it's because we're under such pressure to seem like we've evolved past our sexual drive if you think you are beyond that right and and listen there are people who just think they are perfect if you think you are beyond having an affair at your job right like if you ever become so hubristic and and you don't actually stick to your values and and work on those and constantly keep an eye on yourself if you think you are so much better than the rest of us and you think you're not one like big fight with your partner and now you're at that big banking escape at some five star lodge and you have six vodka and red bulls and if you are th- if you think you are better than all of us who would succumb to that you're a dickhead because you're not you're not and I, i'm not saying all people will i think people with strong values will there, there, there are but there is a strong i would say the majority of this world are fallible if well paid stressed out right and put in those situations with rich, attractive people all the time, which is what managing football players is. Just cut the crap, man. How can they, in 2023, be 12 out of 32 women managing female teams? Why? Somebody needs to explain to me why. You cannot tell me there are not 180 qualified women with EU... uh, uh, and uh, what's it called? The uh, A license in the world. That's bollocks. You're lying. You are absolutely lying. And if not, by the way, let B qualified, UEFA B license holders coach international teams until we have the women at the right standard. It's, it's, I'm sorry, it's the way to go. And I don't want to see, in like, in a year, I don't want to see men on the bench. I don't. There's no good reason for it. Could somebody please explain the reasoning for me? Women are in coaching now. They've played football now for the 20 years. Like, cut the crap, man. Cut the crap. And I just want to finish off on this again because some people won't hear this. It doesn't mean it will fix the stuff because... Listen, there's, le- there's a lot of lesbian players. Stuff will happen. I understand that. But what I don't want is to create that room for the man-woman power dynamic. That is just a powder keg. Like, oh yeah, put men around unbelievably in shape women and, and expect them to not be sexually attracted to them. I'm sorry, if you think people can just turn off their libido like that, you're you're such a pompous prick, and and I know these types of people. I I know who you are, right? Because it's usually guys who are simp's and think they're better than they're more evolved and sophisticated than us. You're not, or it's it's people who hate either sex, and they tend to have blue hair and are, are not very happy about their own personal state, so they want everyone to be unattractive. I know these people, they they work in these consultancies that come and give us behavioral classes about sexuality. Like, no, why, why don't you piss right off? I, 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 can, I can respect women myself, thank you very much. And I, I live in the real world. Most of us are, I understand how to talk to men and women. 
you know? Hey, maybe I'm crazy. MKT at the MKT show. Uh, and I imagine most people won't agree with me. Or I, I imagine there'll be strong feelings either way. Let me say that. I, I get the feeling in the modern age, though, people won't agree with me because I'm realizing I'm a conservative person and I look at the world in rather binary ways. I do. I do. I, I have to admit that I'm, I'm not as smart and as, as complex as I used to think I was because I'm struggling a lot with the way the world's going and I'm trying to learn. I'm like, oh, just simplify it. Just, just apply Occam's razor. William of Occam. Interesting guy. Go look him up. Occam's razor. He was a, he was a complex guy, hey? A bit of a polymath back in his day. Occam's razor. Often, by the way, Occam's razor is always misquoted. Uh, 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 but anyway, again, I'm not going to go into, into that. Love to know your thoughts. MKT at the MKT show. Um, well, I haven't even got to what we want to talk about. All right, let's get into Southgate. Huh? Let's get into Southgate. Uh, what the hell is going on? You know, on the last podcast, I said, I don't understand why people want him fired. But then I listened to him talking about Harry Maguire. I'm like, bro, this is why England fans have... What? Listen, it's one thing to, you know, it's it's one thing to resent fake people, right? Right, and 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 people resent fake people. Like being corporate is one one thing, but within that, being inauthentic is another thing, right? That that's a high level skill. Like there's a way to carry the company line without being inauthentic. Like, just come on. Like, we know CEOs and presidents and, and these people have to lie. And, and the captain of your football club and rugby team, these are billion-dollar corporations. I want them to be straight and carry the company line. But don't be inauthentic. Right? Because Gareth Southgate had a statement about Harry Maguire after the Scotland game, which went back to, I've played and you haven't. Right, so I know better, but that doesn't work anymore. Like we've seen now, like Jose Mourinho isn't Ronaldinho, right? He's one of the greatest. Alex Ferguson was a decent player. Jurgen Klopp, decent player. Pep Guardiola, okay player. He, he he was a little better than the rest of them, although not very good. I mean, he he was okay. He was at Barcelona and Roma, and he had a mediocre career. But look at him now. So that I've played and you haven't thing that doesn't wash anymore, dude. Harry Maguire is being booed by Man United and England fans. It's not an agenda. It's not an agenda, the way uh, Gareth Southgate had put it. They watch football. They live this thing, Gareth. You know, football fans now are more educated than any player and any manager ever. These young kids, I just love watching YouTube because they just watch more. They play FIFA. They play football manager. They, I mean, they're talking about wonder kids three, four years before we hear about them. They're on threads because they had him on Football Manager. Oh, bro, I had him on FIFA three FIFAs ago. They're watching YouTube. Brazilian kids are watching British stuff. British kids are watching South American stuff. It's an information overload, overload, and these kids are smarter than ever, which is why I didn't appreciate 
what Gareth Southgate was suggesting. And now I understand why English fans want him out. I was just on the last podcast defending him about his results. Here's what Gareth Southgate had to say before I go on. He said he's been... Uh, this is Southgate about um, Harry Maguire. He's been an incredible player for England in one of the most successful teams we've had. Critical for what we've been doing. We allow him to be open to that? It's a joke. An absolute joke. It makes me livid. I've no problem with the Scotland fans. They're having fun. But what stirs that up is our own country. Other players will think, is that what awaits us? No, they won't. No, they won't. Nobody. Bukayo Saka's not worried about that. Trust me, because he knows he's the mandate. You know, it's got a bit of a, the emperor will tell his subjects how and what to think. Like it was very overlordy. It was weird. It was so weird. It was suggesting none of you have seen it. I have. And the whole thing about Southgate was he'd never taken that angle, which is what I liked about him. Take the company line. Why is he defending a player? Your job is to defend the FA, not Harry Maguire. Look, he's been he's been criticised for horrendous play because you know how I know that. I don't hear a single person from any club, right? Doesn't matter who you support, and and we we get quite vicious about players. There's not a person I would hear criticising Luke Shaw. Right? Nobody would criticise Carl Walker. Nobody would dare criticise Reese James. Doesn't matter who you support. You know those guys are dogs. Like Luke Shaw, I don't care what you say. I, I mean. I've never loved his fitness thing. He's always been a bit fat boy slim. But but he's a dog. He's a dog. Anyone knows, guys, if you watch football, Luke Shaw's proper. That left side for United when Luke Shaw's there, it's a shutdown. It's a shutdown, as they say. As my Afrikaans brethren say, it's a shutdown. Luke Shaw's got that thing on lock. He's a dog. You know this. Reese James, when he's fit, dog. Carl Walker, animal. No one's no one's criticizing them. Not English fans, not other fans. No one's having a, a pop at Luke Shaw. No one. It's all about his football output. It's not about an agenda. You, you know why people were laughing at De Gea? It was clear. You're finished, my man. You belong in the 90s. We're laughing at that. Juan Bissaka, we're laughing. He's, we're taking a pop there. And Juan Bissaka's playing all right defensively. I, I know United fans like it, but we're all laughing. We're laughing at that. We see what Maguire is. Don't tell us. Don't tell us that we don't know what's going on. And I understand why English fans are saying that. And this, he's a good guy narrative. Where's that come from? Did we forget that he's embroiled in a police battery and bribery case? So, we're, we're, Gareth, you, you, this is not 1993 where any, everybody can spin. We saw the photos. We know what happened. And he had the opportunity to leave to go and play football. Gareth, what's the vibe now when you're playing Calvin Phillips and um, Maguire? It's it's very, very strange. You know, and I just want to, you know, I always like to bring it back to myself. Is I've been the guy where my friends had to explain my behavior all the time. It's like, that gets tiring. You don't want to be that guy. And Harry Maguire's that guy, right? Like, I'm sorry, his play is what people hate. Quite frankly, most people who watch football are working class. Most of the world is working class. 
Nobody has the time to have a three-year agenda about anyone. If you ask Man United fans, they were out on one bissaka two years ago. Then Eric Ten had, had a word. You've seen, he's the man them now. He's back in the mix. He's starting. So it's not about a personal agenda. Can you play, my man? Why do you think, why do you think Man United had such a headache with Greenwood? It's not because they had an agenda against other people. The agenda was he's bloody sensational as a player. That's why it's a headache. If Greenwood is rubbish, let him go. So if anything, people will push for those that can play. Fans will push. That's why it divided the United fan base. I don't think Man United's fan base is divided on... I've never heard Man United fans pushing. And again, I'm just watching YouTube and social media. I've never heard any Man United fans pushing for their fifth choice, sixth choice defender, Harry Maguire. It's very, very strange. And come on, Harry, you can't make other people always have to explain your behavior. Like, I've been that guy. I've been that guy. At some stage, it's you. I didn't appreciate Gareth Southgate's tone. And, and you know what? We only ever get to see Gareth Southgate's results. I now get it. If that's how Gareth Southgate is always talking, and I like to think I keep my eye on things, but if British people are, are receiving him like that, and remember, football's a working class game. They see those suits up there as their enemy. They call, they call them the prawn sandwich brigade. A lot of people are not happy about the way Premier League football is going and how expensive it is because it's excluding the, the man who loves his football club, who loves football. It's a working class game. It's becoming a, a, a billion dollar, trillion dollar industry, but it's still a working class game. And I see now when you talk like that, Gareth, is you're suggesting I know and you don't. Ah, now we're headed to a weird place. And here's my last thing. All of us here, if you've played even high school sport, forget professional. Because professional sport, and I'd love to do a podcast like this, when you get to that level, it takes on a whole different thing because you are now with the most competitive people in the world and it, it it's quite ugly, actually, um, if, you, if you're weak of mind and body. Right, like, like there, there's no there's no room for weakness there. there. There isn't. But let's just say high school sport, where in South Africa it's quite a competitive level. You know, coaches can lie to teachers, parents, this, the other. One thing you cannot do is lie to players. I'm worried about the England players. Like, you think Marcus Rashford doesn't know that Harry Maguire is useless? Come on, man. Bukai Saka knows. Now you, what Gareth Southgate's doing now is asking his players to defend their indefensible. Why is that okay? That I don't like. You can lie to media, you can you know, you can lie to the FA, you cannot lie to players. Carl Walker knows that Maguire is useless, dude. Carl Walker knows. Harry Kane knows. They now listen, they know where their bread's buttered, so they're gonna just say the right thing. But once you lose the dressing room, I'm interested to see what the Euros looks like if he keeps picking Harry Maguire. Love to know your thoughts. At MKT Inspires. Slide in the DMs. Am I wrong about Southgate? Like, I was just defending him on the last podcast. If you haven't listened, by the way, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your pod. I was just defending him. But no, you, you can't talk like that. I'm better than you. You're not. 
Like football fans know more than you now. Young, any 20-year-old fan right now, hardcore fan of football, watches more football than Gareth Southgate. I guarantee you. Guarantee it. Absolutely ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. All right, let's finish off on this. Jaden Sancho, it's become a nightmare, hey? Wow, some of the stuff coming out is insane. He's finally taken down the social media thing. Um, you know, he was set an early roll call. So essentially, Eric Ten Hag asked James Sancho to come in an hour earlier just so that he could be on time. And this is being reported by Laurie Whitwell um, of The Athletic. So it's not just some Joe blogs on uh, Twitter or X, sorry. Uh, wow. Wow, dude. I spoke about Paul Pogba earlier, not being a serious person. People who are late, if you're a person who's late, you know what you're communicating. You're not a serious person. People who are late are not serious people. Wow, dude. You cost £70 million and you earn £350,000 a week, £300,000 a week, whatever it may be. Can't be on time. And by the way, it's not his first time because at Dortmund, he had multiple fines for timekeeping. You know, if you can't be on time, you uh, you and I firstly could not be friends or colleagues or, or whatever. Like you, you would just drive me crazy. Because if you can't keep time, you, you're, you're, you're letting me into your whole world. You're a chaotic person. At that level, all we are asking you to do is play football. If he can't even do that on the football pitch, I don't want to know what else is happening in his life. He can't even be at the football ground on time. You're telling me everything I need to know about the rest of your life. And and anyone, I you know what you know what, I can tolerate anything in life. I cannot tolerate apathy. I, I hate apathetic people. I, I oh, it'll work out, you know. Like, I, I hate that. I hate that attitude. And you can't be near me because we're going to stress each other out. So get away from me, rather. Like, take yourself seriously. What are you doing? Get yourself together. And the first thing, if you're struggling in life right now, work on your timekeeping. Forget the rest. Like, just timekeeping. Oh, my goodness. Because it's, it's brought up another thing for me that I, I've really, I've got a massive problem with. I'm big on accountability, right? And I wasn't for a good 28 years of my life. Why are we having pity parties for millionaires? Why are we positioning Jaden Sancho as a victim? Listen, if Jaden Sancho has mental problems, right? Get out of football, get off social media. If you're having mental problems, the worst thing you can do is be at the biggest public brand in the world, Manchester United, and social media. Get off. Get away from those two things immediately is my advice to you. Get a regular job. There's lots of people having mental health challenges without £300,000 a week. Like if that, honestly, if that is the problem, I don't know why he needed three months off last year. Ten Hag was happy to give him that. I don't know. I don't know what the stories are. I've got no idea. I have no sources on that. I have asked journalists in the UK nobody's been able to tell me anything. Cool. But there's a suggestion that he's got some mental health challenges. Fine. 
by the way, that's fine. It's 2023. We, we should open the net and go, please talk about it for God's sake. It's not weak for people to talk about their issues. Oh, my God. Like, what are we doing? It's 2023. Let's talk. Talk it out. Let us know. We're here. We, we don't want you to hold it in. Or at least, sorry, that's my opinion. Maybe people at home differ. My opinion is, man, woman, if you're going through stuff, fantastic. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for telling us. It's okay now. We're all going through stuff. Maybe you're going through a little more stuff. Cool. Jaden, get out of football. I'm not having a pity party for millionaires. Sorry, I am not. Forget that. Get, get that. Get that immediately out of here. I, I'm not. I refuse. And I refuse the Harry Maguire and Jaden Sancho pity party we're having. Forget it. Forget it. If you don't want scrutiny, go and work at the post office. Go work at the post office. It's an it's a honorable job. Collect your check. And you live in your council estate. No worries. I have no issues with that. What you cannot do is collect £350,000 a week and whinge about scrutiny and being a scapegoat. Oh, my goodness. At two clubs now. But the thing is, this is what Jaden Sancho always was. Right? I knew this would happen. I, I, I mean, I can try and find the audio on the podcast, but I called this three years ago, four years ago, 2019. I said this would happen. When he had a, a haircut in lockdown, I knew it. I said, oh, this is who he is. He, he thinks he's better than the rules. And then the other stuff's come out. He's had four fines at uh, at Dortmund. And they, they, they tried so many management things to help him with timekeeping. It's like, oh, okay. This is who he is. He's a mess of a human being. If you can't keep time, you're a mess of a person, by the way. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Late People who are late are just a shambles. Like, I'm, I'm not particularly high level, but I'm just trying to get myself organized in life, right? Just get yourself organized. Because if you can't be on time, I can't rely on you. I, I, honestly, I don't care how talented you are. As you can see, Jaden Sancho, incredible talent. But you can't be on time. That lets you know everything else is a mess. If you can't organize time, you can't organize anything. Because the only thing you need to organize actually in life is time. What am I doing at this time is the most important thing. Like, if you're a sportsman in particular, it's laid out for you. In fact, at that level, even academy level back in the day, 2004, they had it laid out for us from 9 in the morning until like 6 at night. You don't need to think. It's, it's part of why sportsmen and women struggle when it ends, right? Is somebody went and fetched your passport for you. Somebody went and dealt with government for you. Somebody went to the shops for you. Somebody, somebody went and got organized a car for you. So sportsmen and women struggle when it ends. It's like, oh, wow, what? Home affairs? In, in my country, we call it home affairs. It's where you go and get your documents. Sportsmen and women don't have to do that, by the way, especially at James Sancho's level. So he doesn't have to think, by the way. He just has to be able to read a watch. Still can't do that. Guys, I know what a victim looks like. I was, I, I know. I, I did it for 28 years. That guy's a nightmare. I saw it, I saw it at Dortmund. How did Man United miss it? Oli Gunasolskia, what are you doing? What are we doing? I, I think it's madness that I saw it and Man United didn't. 
Like this one was clear for everyone. The haircut in lockdown, I know it seems like a small thing. My grandmother used to say, nothing is everything, but everything is something. Right? Nothing is everything. But every little thing you do is something. My grandmother used to say, if you're petty, you know, you know what that means. My grandmother, I'll never forget her. Wise woman. You know, she, she used to talk to us about conduct. And listen, my sister listened. I did not. <laughs> Let's just say until 28, 29, I, I did not. <laughs> but I think those are wise words. And with Jaden Sancho, you saw it. Let me tell you something about people. People don't change. People don't change. Don't, don't ever. Listen. If your homegirl or guy is cheating on his girl or guy, that's who they are now. And they're like 28, 29. That's who they are. They're not going to change. And I was reading a, a really interesting study recently uh, by a guy called Andrew Huberman. Huberman Lab, incredible podcast. If you are looking for scientific tools to kind of help you to organize your life across the board. But in this paper, they, they're talking, because for those who don't know, I am two years into a, a biochemistry degree and I'm considering finishing it at some stage. Um, but in this paper, he's talking about the neuroscience of trying to get an adult and in, in that paper, he, de he describes an adult as anybody past the age of 16, man and woman. Uh, he says, it's literally impossible to change someone's mind. Not, not, not as in, oh, you need to be influential or smooth. Or It's literally impossible to change someone's mind. They have to decide for themselves. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm surmising it, right? I'm, yeah. That's really what he's saying. And I mean, and Dr. Andrew Huberman is one of the leading lecturers on neuroscience in the world. It's not like, that's not my wisdom. I was reading that in a report a couple of years ago. And uh, if you're looking for this podcast, Huberman Lab, incredible, incredible, absolute game changer if you're looking for simple scientific tools to change your life. But Jaden Sancho is who he is. No one's going to change his mind. And I told you before, the problem with men, I will not speak for women, the problem with men Right? And you need to acknowledge this if you're a man. Once you pay a man, you affirm his behavior. I don't know how women behave, but I'm telling you, once you pay young men, you affirm their behavior, you've lost them. So if, if a man is a sexual predator and you pay him, because I've, I've, I know this, because when I had money, I was, ugh. money doesn't change people. It makes them more of who they are doesn't change you just makes you just releases the, the the thing where you have to be courteous you don't have to be courteous when you're rich what, what do the young people say he's got fu money well jane sancho relative to the rest of us has fu money and who the hell is eric ten hard to tell him like brother i went from man city to dortmund to manchester united who are you to tell me they paid 70 large for me 70 mil you want to come tell me that's how men think. If you are in the situation where you are considering promoting a man, I'm just telling you and don't let them lie to you. I'm I'm about as aggressive a conditioned 
man in Western society, in capitalist society. I will tell you openly, if you pay me, you're affirming my behavior. I know that. I'm open to it. If you are in the process of promoting a man and you've got some character questions, trust me, once you pay them, those character questions are going to go from a slight little crevice to the Grand Canyon. This is Jaden Sancho. He was this at Dortmund. He was late at Dortmund before he was rich. And there's, listen, there's Dortmund money and then there's Man United, £350,000 a week money. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane what's happening with Jaden Sancho. And the insane part is that United didn't see it. It's not insane that it's happening. I knew it was going to happen. I, I called it, if you listen to the show 2019, I said, what are they doing? There's a reason Pep Guardiola didn't want to keep him at Man City. What do you think? He's an idiot. This is a guy who gave Pedro his break. Carlos Puyol his break. He called all the... Remember, he assembled all the Avengers. Gerard Piquet, come home. He gave all these youngsters... So he loves working with youngsters from home. He would have loved to keep Jaden Sancho. But I'm sure he's always said, come on, dog. Brother, I'm, I'm, I'm working with Carlos Puyol. I'm working with Sejo Busque. Brother. Pep even went man them on it. He said, come on, dog. You're late. Pedro wasn't late when I was coaching the Barcelona B team. So Busque wasn't late. No. No, my man. Ain't it. MKT inspires on the socials. Thoughts on Jaden Sancho, huh? That bloody guy. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, People can change. So I'm very clear on this. Do you think people can change? I do not think people can change. It is over at Manchester United. If Man United are serious, you have to back Ten Hag now. And Laurie Whitwell in the story is reporting that United were willing to move him to Saudi, 65 million. You, you know, for a guy like him, Saudi's perfect. Because he's not, he's not a serious person. Jaden Sancho is not a serious person. Go to Saudi, collect your bags, mate. And then it doesn't matter who cares when you go. Like, they'll protect you. And also, no one cares about the Saudi League. Right? So go live it up. Go earn your money. Bro, I have no problem with that kind of thing. Neymar, I mean, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo's earned it. But uh, N'Golo Conte, they've earned it. Go and Karim Benzema, although I have my character issue stuff with him and I, I think he was overrated, but whatever. But those guys have earned it. They've balled, right? Jaden Sancho? Maybe he's just the man. Him and Ruben Neves can go and do their thing. Don't really need a football legacy. Make the bag. Who cares when you get to work? And by the way, it's okay to have that personality. What it's not okay to do is want the rewards of being at Manchester United, but not make the sacrifices. Because he's making Saudi sacrifices for Man United. No, 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 no. Ain't how it works. So go to Saudi. Don't have to make any sacrifices. Who cares how you play? In fact, we'll forget about you in two weeks, by the way, because football moves on. Already Man United fans are going, play Palestri anyway. He's better. We want to see the crosses to Hoyland. Don't be hubristic. The world will move on without you. Don't be hubristic. It's Again, I'm not going to speak for women, but for men, we become hubristic once we get rich. 
This world was here before you. It will be here after you. And one of the things is you're working at Man United now. Nobody cares. Roy Keane, Cristiano Ronaldo, David Beckham, Dennis Irwin, Peter Schmeichel, Andy Cole, Paul Scholes, Paul Lentz, the man them. They know what proper looks like. You ain't it. No one cares, mate. Can people change? MKT at the MKT Show. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, have a great week. Football's back. Oh, my goodness. Thank God. Jeez, like Last weekend was a nightmare. Football is back. I'm on TikTok. MKT inspires. Hope you have the time of your lives. Uh, I will, I'll be back on Monday. Uh, the podcast will be on then. Uh, get it on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the MKT Show. I am MKT. And for now, I am the hell. Out of here.